Stephen's going to come and uh, read uh, for us. He's going to read a passage of the Old Testament that Nathan is going to help us think a little bit more about later on in our service. This morning's reading is taken from the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verses 1 to 6. And you can find this on page 77 in the Church Bibles. So that's Exodus, chapter 20, verses 1 to 6. And God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. This is the word of the Lord. I'm going to hand over to Nathan now, and um, he's going to help us think more about that second commandment. Brilliant. All right. Thank you, everyone. Good morning. I don't know. I was actually hopeless at that. I, I, that I'm, it's going to take me some learning. I've got a lot of respect for, for Mary and Sarah for doing that, because uh, yeah, you wouldn't have got, got, got me doing that. Brilliant. Okay, so I'm going to start this morning with a quiz, as we're thinking about the second commandments. Okay, I've got some pictures I'm going to put up on the screen of some sculptures and statues around the world. And I wonder if you guys could stick up your hand um, and shout out if you know where or what the sculpture is and why it was made. Okay, so to start off, I've got one close to home. Does anyone know where this is? Yeah? Yes, this is Admiral Nelson in Trafalgar Square. Yeah, brilliant, in central London. It was built to commemorate um, Admiral uh, Nelson in in a great naval victory over the French, I believe. Okay, next one. Uh, This got this big statue. Oh, does anyone know where this statue is? Yeah? It's in Brazil. Yeah, this is a statue of Christ the Redeemer. Um, It was built to address the godlessness in Brazil at the turn of the 20th century. Interestingly enough. Okay, this next one is a bit of a funny one. Does anyone recognize this sculpture? Anyone? Recognize it in that corner? Do you know what that one is? Not not quite. Do do you know, David? This is Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. Okay, got a picture of him there. Okay, this was... uh, This was to commemorate Cristiano Ronaldo taking the the Portuguese football team to the 2018 European Championship, and uh, you can be the judge as to whether or not it does him justice. Um, Last but not least, okay, I've got a bit of a a conundrum. Some of you guys, I I doubt the younger ones are going to get this. Uh, Ian already has uh, got this one. Does anyone know where this sculpture is, what it is? Oh, any, any ideas? Yeah, yeah. Close, very close. Yeah, a good guess. Anyone? Yeah, Ian, do you want to put us out of our misery? Do you know what this is? Yes, 
This is a monument to Chantabalius, who was a, a Finnish composer um, who wrote um, a few very beautiful pieces um, to, to commemorate him. It's a bit strange. He never wrote anything for the organ, um, so it's a bit strange for it to have so many pipes, but, but there you go. Statues right, are really cool. And when you see an awesome statue, you're supposed to think, wow, that statue is awesome. So the person they built that statue for must be awesome too, right? That's what you're supposed to think with statues. I've got a statue here from a place in India. This is called the Statue of Unity. This statue is 240 meters tall, right? 240 meters tall. That is roughly five times as tall as the Statue of Liberty, or 12 times taller than the St. John's Church Tower, right? So if you went and saw that statue in person, you would think, wow, the dude who they built that statue for, he must have been something. He must have been really cool. 240 meters, that's huge, right? But in our passage today, God says, he gives us a warning. He says, no matter how awesome something is, or know how wonderful someone is, don't make a statue and bow down and worship them. Okay? And no matter how awesome something is, don't bow down and worship it. Okay? He says that in the reading that we had just earlier, or it's covering there a little bit, but he says, you shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in the heavens above or in the earth beneath or in the waters below, you shall not bow down to them or worship them. Okay? That's what God says. Now, it's worthwhile clarifying that God is not saying you're not allowed to build statues or sculptures or have art of anything cool. Okay? Statues, they are actually okay. Got a nice technical glitch. That's supposed to be a green tick, but but the technology, the green screen's not uh, working to our advantage. Um, But what what God is saying here is that he wants us to worship him alone, okay? To not swap worshipping God with an idol, with something that we have made. God wants us to worship him and him alone, okay? Now, this might seem a bit strange because I doubt any of you are about to go home and build a 200 meter tall statue and bow down and worship it and sing to it and pray to it. But we are all at risk of doing this. We can all too easily fall into doing this. Because you see, we all have a tendency to very quickly make something our life, some things in our lives far more important than they should be and love them in a way that we should only be loving God. After all, who here doesn't love friends and family? Who here doesn't love a nice bit of food or having enough money to buy yourself something nice? or to be well-liked by people, or spending time on your phone. These are all good things, but God says, be careful that these things don't become so important that they take my place, God's place, in your heart. Make sure that you aren't bowing down to these idols that you have made. Worship God only instead. 
But also, actually, there's, uh, there's something more to this commandment, interestingly. And to help us think about that, I'm going to need to get my friend Jeff to come up. Um, and I'm going to get a prop ready for him. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, Jeff, for coming up. There you go. Brilliant. Okay, so Jeff has been... Oh, you need the microphone as well. Yeah, sorry. He's an ancient Israelite. He's not Hello? really used to technology. Yes, there we go. Brilliant. So, so Jeff, Jeff has been, uh, been with God's people. He's been taken through um, Exodus when God spit the Red Sea and the Ten Plagues. He's seen, he's seen God at work in some wonderful ways. And he's got some thoughts to share with us this morning. Yeah, so I was, I was thinking, God, um, God, after all he's done for us, you know, we really want to worship and praise him. So, but to do that, we've got to really know what he looks like. So I was thinking... Ah, I've got a solution. So he, he talks, he has a name, so he must be a man of some sort, really. So we're just going to... Oh, okay. There we go. So he must be a man, right? And, you know, he split the Red Sea, so he must like water. So, you know, we'll draw some flippers. Uh... <laughs> They're all right. Um, so, yeah... Um, and, you know, he protected us through all of this, so he must have a really, really good shield. So we'll draw a shield for him. There we go. Yeah, that seems pretty good. And he's also really strong, especially to fight, fend off Pharaoh. And so, you know, we'll, we'll give him some big muscles and um, some big, big muscles on his legs as well. You know, he's really good at fighting as well, so we'll give him a big sword. So how, we, how should we do this? All right. Uh, da, 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 da. There we go. Seems like a decent sword. And yeah, and he is really awesome. So you know what? To finish it off, he can have a crown. There we go. I think that's a pretty accurate representation. <laughs> Can't see much wrong with it. Brilliant. Um, thank you, uh, Jeff, for... Um that um, <laughs> brilliant so I hope that that kind of maybe illustrates uh, you can see there's something clearly very wrong with this right um, yeah I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this off because it's just, I'm going to see if I can rip this off actually yeah there we go brilliant because look at the thing is right okay how how tall do we reckon God is? Right, okay? Is, is, God, this, is God this short? Right? Um, how, how, how wide or how deep do we think God is? is? Is God this thin? No? No, how strong or resilient do you think God is? Is he, is he this? Is he, is he this strong? No, this is, this is an absolutely terrible portrayal of God. It, it, it kind of... It kind of reminds me of, uh, of this picture we saw earlier with Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> right? Where, you know, this, this artist with the best will in the world, he's tried to make Christ, uh, a representation of Cristiano Ronaldo, but he's turned the quite handsome man into a chump. He, he, it's, it's not worked at all. And the thing is, is if we ever tried to make a drawing or a sculpture of God... It, it just wouldn't work. It would be an insult to him, much like, in all honesty, that, that sculpture is of Cristiano. It, it, just, it just 
it would be impossible um, to do God justice because God is so big and so awesome and so powerful. He can hold the universe in his hands. So how on earth could that do him justice? Right? But the question is, in our lives, have we unintentionally done this to God? Made him small and convenient and controllable so that we can do what we want to with our lives. That's the wrong piece of paper. Have we properly understood what God is, who God is, or have we defined who God is? Have we turned God into an idol, so to speak? Let me ask you some questions to see, to help kind of get at what I'm trying to. When you look ahead to the coming months of economic trial and difficulty where prices are going to rise and, uh, and heating is going to cost more, what are you relying more on? Are you relying more on your savings or your job security, perhaps, your CV? Um, or are you relying on the creator and sustainer of the universe to get you through? Or perhaps when you think about happiness and feeling successful and um, at peace in life, are you relying more on your friends or your family or maybe even your phone? Or are you relying on the creator of the universe who has shown his love for you wonderfully in Christ? Or maybe are you trusting more in your own ability to get good school grades and to work hard to get where you want to be in life rather than trusting in God's plan for you? What or who are you trusting in? Whatever it may be, remember that we don't worship a puny God like this. We worship the maker and creator of the universe. I want to be making sure, for myself and for you guys, that that is who we are worshipping. The God who is seen in the Bible, not some God that we have made up in our own heads. Make sure you are worshipping that God. Amen. Let's just pray for a moment, shall we, uh, as we just reflect on, on, on what Nathan has said to us. Father, please would you forgive us for the times that we make things more important than you. And Father, please help us to be careful that we don't allow things to take your place. Amen.